When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, everybody. Russ from My Hammers 11. Hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon to be made away time we put new content on. As always, let's think our lovely channel sponsors Untuck It. Check out the description below. Today's guest... Oh, not to put any pressure on you, Terry, but you come highly regarded, um, highly recommended by a friend of the channel, Brian Deer, by Stag himself. So uh, how are we, Terry? Yeah, I'm fine. A bit nervous, but apart <laughs> from that, I'm fine. Oh, I don't need nerves about. We all talk about West Ham. It's, e- it's an easy subject. How are you, my friend? How have you been? Uh, not so bad, but a bit bored now after all this yeah. time, you know, with this lockdown. I know. Um, it's, I've had my uh... first jab. And I'm me waiting too. for my second one, which is uh, the first of April. So, oh, okay, very good. Yeah, I've had I've had my first one. I had my one a few weeks ago. Um, so yeah, I haven't. I don't know when my second one is, but I think it's May sometime. But yeah, I know what you mean it's a bit boring now, isn't it? It's like, oh, oh. Well, I mean, when when Boris put his roadmap out, everyone's like, oh, it's brilliant. Oh, okay, we can see what's going to happen. But actually, it's not until June where it. <laughs> But it all sort of finalizes till we get to the end. So you still got all this time coming through. But oh well, we'll get there eventually, won't we, Terry? Well, it'd be we'll nice to be able to go up the pub and have a drink. Oh, I've never drunk so much booze indoors in my life. <laughs> and I mean, it's it's always eleven o'clock somewhere in the world, isn't it? So you're oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you've only got a few weeks, and then you can go outside for a beer in, in the beer gardens. Twelfth of April, isn't it, or something like that? So, yeah, I think it's about the twelfth. Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, and West Ham are keeping us to entertain there, Terry, aren't they? Fantastic. We've got a very, very good squad. I'm very pleased with the squad that we've got. He's bought wisely, Moyes. Mm. I mean, I didn't want to get... I didn't. Moyes should never have got in the first place, but there, no. there, there you are. But he's done ever so well. He's bought wisely. And uh, it's exciting. I mean, we're, we're fifth. Yeah. And, it's crazy, um, isn't it? There's, there's nine games to go, I believe. So, you know, we've got a good chance of standing round about, round about there. Yeah. I think, yeah, and I think, I think that, you know, I mean, I mean, 
bloody hell if you you know right at the beginning of the season if someone said to you we'd finish fifth and we'd be disappointed we haven't beaten man united at old trafford or we drew three all with, with arsenal in the last two games you'd have taken to the loony bin wouldn't you really um <laughs> we're still moaning mind you of course we will of course we will it. Yeah, I know. I know. I've, I have the, I do these little shows and lunch times and I have these characters. So I have like optimistic Oggy. I've got cheerful Craig and my new one is um, perspective Pete, good old Pete Butler. And so it's about putting things back into perspective. And it is, it's, um, and I think that's, that's what happened last time really under Pellegrini, wasn't it? We sort of oh, thought we were. <laughs> don't mention the name, please. He ruined us. Yeah, he did. He really did. And I think that was the trouble. We, we tried to jump before we could run. And this, but what I, what I like about this team now is, and I mean, uh, you know, no, no disrespect, Terry, but I haven't been supporting West Ham half as long as you. But um, it seems the first time I can remember for a long time, there's like um, like a project being built. Do you know what I mean? It seems that Moyes is building something rather than just yeah, season I to think, season. Do you know what I mean? I think he's got good ideas. Mm. And I think he's got West Ham at heart, to be honest with you. The yep. players like him. Yeah. Which is another, that's the main thing, they like him. Yeah. And uh, he's going in the right direction. Yeah, he is. And as you said, the signings he's bringing in, he's bringing in the right players. Not just that, the, the backroom staff as well. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's 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 looking good. It's looking good. And, you know, wherever we finish this season will be, uh, you know, be a fantastic season for us. And then... You know, start again in, in August and hopefully have uh, 60,000 people at the stadium. Hopefully, if everything works in Boris's uh, roadmap, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? It would be lovely. Lovely. Be I, lovely. Have, I think we've, uh, someone said that um, we're going to be out going to the stadium the last game of the season. I don't know if it's the last or the last yeah. two. Yeah, the last game of the season. Because I think based on the roadmap, I think it's Mar- I think it's May the 21st, I want to say, is the day that you can, is going to be sort of, the last you know they can have like um in-house events outdoor events and things like that to a yeah. capacity um, and i think yeah so it puts us just before the southampton game Ten thousand, i think will be in there hopefully for the southampton game which would be brilliant Already 10, yeah i think so i think it's only ten thousand. I, I think so but things change every day doesn't it to be honest so um and i think the first full game with everyone will be i believe it's the england czech republic game in june the 20 something at wembley oh, um yeah. so yeah I don't, but i don't it could change tomorrow in it at the moment you know how <laughs> everything changes i don't watch the news anymore i just I've, I've, I've zoned out for it for the last nine months i think the news at the moment i just find it so depressing you know apart from obviously the sport with west ham and that's it but um no, it's all good. It's all good. So, Terry, um, you know, one, one of the questions I always ask everyone is why West Ham? Now, we, before we started, you said West Ham is your favourite club. And that was obviously very fortunate to have you on a West Ham channel. But but why is West Ham? Why do you support West Ham? What's your story, Terry? Well, basically, I've been supporting West Ham since I was 10. And now I'm 18 June. Wow. So I've been a, a supporter for all them years, many years. And um, I've gone, I've been abroad, I went to, to Russia, to Tbilisi, Holland, wow. so, and all over England, watching, watching West Ham, in, and uh, some of the important games when I was, I was at Sheffield Wednesday when we beat Man United 3-1 in the Cup, in the FA Cup, um, and it rained non-stop all day. <laughs> uh, 
that's one. Uh, I drove to Breda, Holland, to watch West Ham play there. And we flew to Tbilisi, and it was so, the thick snow was unbelievable. Um, but I've got lots of stories I could tell you. Uh, all, I've been fortunate enough that um, uh, the players over the years have all been friends of mine. My good friend was Bobby Moore. I was partners with Frank Lampard in, when we had the pubs and the clubs. Oh, uh, wow. Harry's a friend of mine, but they're all friend, been friends of mine. I'm, mm. I mean, I could name, well, it's, the list as long as your arm and further. Yeah. Uh, and that... but, but, but it's good because I've, I've, I was introduced by Bobby to, a, to celebrities away from football. I yeah. like people like Jimmy Tarbuck, Kenny Lynch, uh, Gene Barry, who was in the on the American uh, television. Um, so it, it, it's it's been good for me. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And as I and... said, I've got a million stories I could tell you. Uh, <laughs> they people keep asking me to write a book, uh, which I've not thought of that one yet. But it, no, saying right, you must write your book. Yeah. So. You thought you, I thought, thought in a, in sort of a in, a in a COVID world, you've got nothing else to do, Terry. You might as well uh, start start penning some memoirs. It sounds like it sounds like it'd be an absolute hoot of a book, to be honest. Well, it'd even be a film. I was in the Bobby Moore film in Bobby. They inter interviewed me on that. Yeah. Um, so it would be it would be interesting. Yeah, I don't know if it sell many, but <laughs> but it's good for you. I mean, as I say, that's that's why we started doing this whole channel, really, for that exact reason. Because there's people like yourselves and and anyone, you know, younger fans, more experienced fans, you know, and and they've all got memories, all got stories, and it just it, it's a way of categorizing and recording those memories for prosperity. You know, I mean, as I said, we've had as I said, we had Stag on a few weeks ago, and some of the stories he said about the training and. Oh, and just how yeah, they run round Chadwick and Epping Forest, and all day, and then they come back for a you know, for a, a roast dinner and stuff well, like there that. Was one, there was only one winner there, Billy Bonds. Yeah, he used to leave them leave them standing, and then go back and help them up the hills. But I've got to tell you one story. What Brian dear, uh, he said to me, you must mention it. Yeah. Um, Bobby said to me one day, Bobby Moore said, "Right, we come down the boat in." He said, "And we do some training." Because I wanted yep. to keep a little bit fit, just putting on weight, you know. So the, all the players are there on the Sunday morning and I've stripped off and me and Bobby have gone running around the pitch and then we've done a little bit of training. So afterwards, um, I'm going to get in the bath and John Cushley, the West Ham centre-half at the time, Scotchman, broad Scotch accent, he kept saying, tell, tell, quick, it's the boss. Because obviously... I was an intruder, really. Yeah. So I kept running out to the toilet to hide. In the end, I got the up with that anyway. Lo and behold, I'm laying in the bath, covered up to my chin uh, with suds and washing myself. And who happens to walk in? Never, ever, ever been to West Ham on a Sunday. Ron Greenwood. Oh, no. Now, Ron Greenwood knew me because... Um, I've been all the games away and I've been on the on the coat on the train, you know, on the buffing car with them. Sure. And also he signed my young brother, God rest his soul, who got killed, who played for West Ham with oh, Kirby Lee, yeah. Alvin Martin, Paul Brush, Devonshire, etc. etc. So he went to Bobby, what's he doing in here? 
son, Bobby said, well, he's been training with us. But all the lads, they was all giggling and laughing. And then he walked out. But it was a funny situation, you know, that could go yeah. in the book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. The time, the time when he turned up on a Sunday. Typical, isn't it? It's Never always the way, isn't it? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. That one day he went there. <laughs> oh, but it always happens, isn't it? It's sod's law, isn't it? The law right, of the sod is right. Yeah, it always happens. And I mean, yeah, as you said, you know, obviously, you know, fortunate enough to be friends with, you know, you know, your idols as well, really. You know, I mean, you yeah. know, you used to watch them, you know, as I said, you're a West Ham fan and, and, and then watching your these idols and then being friends with them. It must have been it must have been weird to start off with. And then it sort of becomes just normality. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I'm. My sons used to go to school in the once in Snaresbrook Forest School. Yeah. And because obviously they knew that I knew some of the players, we used to have play. We used to play against these the um, the, the the fifteen, sixteen year olds. You know. Yeah. And uh, people like I mean Trevor, Graham Padden, Frank Lampard. Uh, we had a good little team. Uh, and I used to play, you know, it was lovely. And that wasn't the only one. We used to play at the Swedish ground along the A13. Yeah. We used to, on a, on a, on the weekend, we used to get a little get together. And it was good, you know. And then we'd have a come and have a couple of jars afterwards. Went down well. Fantastic. Um, you know, that's it. So, so I, I had been lucky. Yeah. To a yeah. lot of people would have had to cut their right arm off to have done what I've done. Totally, totally, Terry. No, exactly. It's it's one of those things that I mean, you know, I mean, as I said, I've, we've been doing this this channel since like the bit first lockdown, and I've been very fortunate enough to have a lot of you know to have have Harry on to have you know Julian or a lot of my idols as well in sort of the the more the more modern era. No disrespect, Terry, the more modern era, and um, and yeah, it's it's a very fortunate position, and you know, and and some of them have become friends, really. Um, I mean, they're all cracking blokes all of them doesn't matter who you are any anyone who seems to have interviewed who's played for west ham has has been a lovely lovely person and has given their time and stuff and it's it's just and i mean particularly with you know when obviously when we spoke to stag you know obviously he he was very fortunate obviously to to play with bobby and stuff and obviously you were very fortunate to be friends with bobby we've had matt on we've had matt lorenzo on to talk about obviously the documentary and stuff and you know, unfortunately, oh, you every know day is less. Done the documentary with me, oh yeah, we've had, yeah we had Matt, yeah we've had Matt on. Oh, oh. we've had Matt on. Yeah, he's a top bloke. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and I mean, there's you know, unfortunately, obviously, every day less and less people, um, you know, have have met Bobby Moore every day. Unfortunately, less and less people. Uh, he's a lovely, lovely man. A yeah, an absolute gentleman, a very, very good friend of mine. Mm. And um, along the way, I mean. I could go into a list. Well, as I said, I mean, when you said about good players, I mean, there's some that I'm going to leave out, but I, because there's no, I can't put them in really. But Frankie Vanderelst, yeah. what a player he was. Mm. Um, and some of the players that I'm going to leave out, I, I, well, I'd like to be able to put them in, but it's only eleven, so. <laughs> <laughs> you can do you, you, a lot of play. A lot of people get away with it by saying honourable mentions. So they'll say, "Oh, okay, in gold." Honourable mentions. Da, 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 da. So you've sort of mentioned everyone you want to mention, and then you go, "In gold, Roberto." Um. <laughs> Russ, I had a list. My eleven 
and along the way I've been crossing out some and putting new yeah. ones back in thinking oh, I've got to put him in and it's great fun in. isn't it it's yeah. great fun it's it is great fun it's, and I think now even more so because there's nothing to do at the moment it's it, it takes you away for you know it gets takes you back to the old days and then oh I forgot about him and oh and that's why I love doing it we've had I mean we've probably had about 200 and 270 people i reckon we've interviewed maybe a few less a few more and um we've probably had close to about 230 240 players so it's not always the same because we interview people from different eight generations as well i mean i obviously i wasn't fortunate enough to see bobby play or trevor or or billy i never saw them play i saw obviously i saw trevor and, oh, and billy manage but never play exactly i don't know what i missed that's why i'm sort of live reliving those memories through guys like yourselves and i i find it fascinating honestly it's like tiki talking to stag the other day there was players there which i hadn't heard about and so i went back and researched them so it's really it's, i find it mate, absolutely incredible absolutely incredible really really fascinating all the different and and, and what certain players mean to certain t people as well um I mean, yeah, it's 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 great fun. Right, well, go on, let's start because well, I'm going to have phone calls to say, "Why didn't you put me in your team?" <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. We had um, we had uh, we had we interviewed David James the other day, and we had David David on, and Jamo was was lovely. He's such a lovely bloke, and we just we were chatting, and we did his eleven, and then the next day he was recording at West Ham, and a few people I know he was working with, um. It, they were talking about the interview afterwards, and he went, "I can't believe I didn't put Paolo Di Canio in." I'll put him in. <laughs> no, put him in. no spoilers, yeah. no spoilers, Terry. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> right, who's, he, who's in goal? To, who's in goal for the Terry eleven? Well, I'm going to go for Parksy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm going to go for. Obviously, I've got to go for Frank because obviously he's partner. Lampard. Yeah. All right, uh, let's put. So, talk, talk, talk to me about Parksy. Talk to me about Parksy. Oh, a gentleman, thorough gentleman. Yeah. He wouldn't know how to upset anybody. <laughs> and a good goalkeeper. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and was he, was he, was he just, he turned 70 in the summer, wasn't it, last year? Well, he wasn't um, well a couple of years ago, Russ, yeah. but he's, he, thank God he's got over it, you know. Yeah, no, exactly. We've, I mean, we've had, we've had Marie on, we've had his daughter on, and um, we're going to get him on. He's going to come on once uh, once everything's come. I've been promised to go to his to go to his. He's got a lovely bar, isn't he, in, the, in his house? So well, he was promised. a carpenter, so he was fortunate enough to be able to build it himself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crap at things like that, honestly. If you want anything internet, anything internet, anything electronic, no problem. You want me to put a chair together I've or anything? I've got some work for you, by the way, then, Russ. <laughs> I'll be ringing you. <laughs> well, I uh, know. Well, I'm, you know, available available in Hornchurch, anywhere in the Hornchurch area. Um, but yeah, anything like if you want me to put a table up or a, or a chair, it will break in about a week. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm, I don't I'm get the it. Same as you. I, honestly, I don't understand why it is always one hole just doesn't fit properly, <laughs> and isn't it? And then my wife's always like, "Oh, you got some spare bits then." It doesn't come with spare bits. Well, this one, this one did. I proved it. But anyway, all right. So Phil Parks, absolute legend. Right. Okay. So we'll put um put him in, and then we'll put uh, obviously Frank Senior at yeah. the left. Now Frank Senior, we did a we did a special night for him the other day, um, like an appreciation night because I think doing this show, it, it's clear that you know I mean he played so many games for the club and he gave so much to the club. You know, winning FA Cup medals and things like that. 
he just doesn't get the recognition he deserves, in my opinion. Um, well, I know what you say, but he's hard work, though. Yeah. Even though he's my good mate. I mean, <laughs> he's a bit unreliable. You've got to, you can't pin him down. <laughs> That's all footballers are like that, to be honest. I've, I've learned to live like that. No, 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 no. I'll tell you what, Ray Stewart, who's my yeah. next man, yeah. he's forever ringing me up and he's always he's there when you need him. I mean, he's a good lad, Ray. Well, yeah, no, he's a top bloke. He's a top he's, bloke. He's William. Yeah, I he's like thoughtful. Ray. That's the word, thoughtful, Russ. Yes, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, he didn't have to. Obviously, I, I, I said to him if he fancied coming on, and that was before, that was just the beginning of the cut of everything. And he doesn't like doing this, these things. He likes doing it face to face. And um, to be fair, Ray, he phoned me to say, look, Russ, I'm not ignoring you, but uh, I don't like doing face-to-face. -face. I don't. I want to do it face-to-face -face when we get back at London Stadium. Yeah, no problem at all. And then we started talking about West Ham for two hours afterwards. You know, just didn't, didn't know me from Adam, really. And um, started talking about West Ham and stuff. And then obviously he went, oh, actually, Russ, I've got to go now because the, the tea bags are just dried on the, on the line. I've got to bring them, you know, typical Ray Stewart line. But yeah, top man, Tonka. Absolute top man. I, I think it's a fantastic guy. And they all are. All yeah. that era, I just think, are just amazing. Um, right, okay, so we'll put, we'll put Parksy in, we'll put Lampard in, we'll put Ray Stewart in. Centre-halves. I could probably guess your first centre-half. Well, I might. These might not be in the order that they should be in, but I'll, I'll, I'll go. Right, you're going to go centre half. I'll put Bobby yeah. Moore. Yeah, well, that's that's what I thought. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I thought um, Moore definitely going. Uh, and then alongside him, say Billy Bonds. Oh, nice, nice. Must have Bonds over there. Yeah, that's what I mean. You've had, I mean, you've, you've, you've you know, as I said, that you know, fortunate enough to see, you know, people like Bill play, people like Moro play, and just, I just, you know, obviously we had, you know, they had the stand named after him last season, old Bill. Um, yeah, no, another gentleman. Absolute yes, gentleman. Nothing you couldn't say a bad word about him. No, no. no. Uh, well, and then, and then, runs. What I'm going to do? Go on in. I've not put all these in. Where they, but I'm going to put Dev. Dev's in. Dev's in. Yeah, Dev. And then I'm going to put Trevor in. Yeah, no problem. Right, tell me about. Tell, yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't leave. You can't leave Brookie out. Tell me about Dev. Tell me about Dev. Oh, another lovely fella. Yeah. Oh, mate. I mean, I remember when he first came to West Ham. He was playing in non-league. He used to work at Hoover's on the yeah. on the east on the Western Avenue. You know, forklift driver. And when he came to West Ham, I mean, within, well, no time at all, he's playing in the first team. Mental, innit? Give it, Bob Frank used to say to me, just give the ball to Dev and you're out of trouble. Off he'd go on a dribble. He was something. And when he had them 200 stitches in his knee, unbelievable, oh. he came back. But obviously he wasn't the same player, but he was a mm. very, very good player. Yeah. I think we've done for nothing. I know, five grand, weren't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you can't get a second-hand fiesta for that now, can you, really? <laughs> um, and I think with Dev as well, I think, and I said it before when people picked Dev, you know, it just it's the difference between the modern game and I think the game back then, so to speak, in that he sort of reinvented himself as a, as a footballer, wasn't he? So he was obviously the speedster. You know, I've seen him tearing down the wing, then he got injured and became more of a tricky winger, you know, in terms of he completely, completely changed his game. 
people don't do that nowadays. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he had to, but now you look at someone like I always look. I always look at someone like Michael Owen. When Michael Owen did his hamstring, that was it. He's he's he was basically a pace merchant, and it went, and he couldn't reinvent himself. He wasn't, you know, where Dev took it upon himself to actually completely transform himself as a player. Um, and I mean, you've got you've got one up on Alan as well, to be honest, Terry, because you've managed to set yourself up with this Zoom thing straight away. You know what I mean? I've had I had I had Dev's I had Dev's wife on the phone. I had Dev on the phone. It was just yes, yeah, so fair play. But uh, no, he's a top man, top man. And obviously, Sir Trev. And obviously, Sir, Sir Trev, Trev. Another gentleman. Yeah. Could he play? He used to drop that shoulder and send three. I remember we played Chelsea one day, and the the goalkeeper Broder, I think it was, he put two goals past him, and the goalkeeper was applauding him before the board hit the net. He, he was, well, he was special. He, he had so, so much talent. Yeah. And when people talk about him, and I, won't, I can't mention these other players from other clubs, but he was my favourite, Trevor. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, and also, I think, you know, you look at someone like Trevor and you look at someone like Dev, and, and again, something which I think I've picked up a lot more interviewing more experienced fans is, you know, I mean, looking at a lot, lot more of old football footage and stuff like that, you know, obviously the state of the pitches and stuff compared to the bowling greens now, and you see that some of the guile and skill that these guys were exercising on those sand pits, literally sand Especially banks, with them big boots. Yeah, <laughs> and the ball, exactly. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. They're in ballet shoes now. Yeah, ballet shoes and bowling greens, isn't it? And it's like, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to... Oh. You know, like when they do those computer-generated things. Oh, I could imagine. Well, I'd love to get have, have you know Devon Shear and Brooklyn in their pomp on the London Stadium bowling green. You know, oh. just to see what they could do, and and vice versa. I'd like to see Messi on that Stamford Bridge pitch when we beat them four 0 You know, in '86. You know, that sandbank. I'd love to see Messi see what he could do with that pitch and Ronaldo. And they'd have an heart attack, bless them. But uh... <laughs> they probably wouldn't play. They'd be nah. complaining. Yeah, be complaining. Yeah, there's something wrong with the pitch. It's it's, it's got his, it's got his yellow stuff on. That's on the beach. Sand. Yes, that's it. Sand, Mister Messi. Um, right. So we'll put Dev. We'll put Brook in. Who's your next one, then, Terry? Right. We've put, and you wouldn't have seen this chap, but he was a very good player. Scored a lot of goals for us. Pop Robson. Yes, I know Pop. Nice, another nice gentleman. Top bloke. Scored some good bloke. goals. Mm. Good golfer. <laughs> Hasn't been well recently, old Pop, I believe. Um, so, yeah, he, I think he's... he used to live opposite me in Woodford Green. Twice, oh, did he? Twice he lived there. And his wife, Maureen, uh, she was a table tennis champion. <laughs> and his father in law, Len Heckle, used to coach because he was um, very, uh, he used to coach the England team. Yeah. Because he had, he could. With a stance, so you used to teach him how to walk and all that sort of thing. Amazing. So you, you know, amazing. Obviously, yeah, because Pop left and came back, and when he left, we won something, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and then he, I think he went on then to cut to, to to be a coach at Man United. Possibly, possibly. My friend's a big Sunderland fan, and um, obviously, he's 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 a, he's a god up there. Um, at Sunderland. So, but yeah, and obviously, we've interviewed people like. TC and, and Crossy and they talked talk about the the influence that Pop Robson had on them as a as a player. You know he would they they looked up to him, um, and so 
uh, we, we're going to do we're going to do a, like we did an, an evening about Frank Lampard senior we're, we're probably going to do one about pop as well because again it's the type of player that I think a certain generation will know loads about but I didn't know bugger all about pop Robson until I started looking into him and I think it's a really he's a really really important player for sort of West Ham based on you know people like TC and yeah. Crossy and stuff like that so well I had Crossy Russ in my he's one that I crossed out <laughs> And I had to put in Jeff Hurst. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, um, I'm sure old Psycho wouldn't be too f- fussed about that one, to be honest. But yeah, I like, oh, he's brilliant. I love Crossy. He's so he's funny. He's a nice fella. He's a fella. top bloke, top guy. And, and he is, um, yeah, we, we, we had a, we had a funny time when we were being interviewed because my wife didn't realize, he calls me, I'm down on his phone apparently now as Raspberry Sauce Russ because, <laughs> Because it was like last summer, we was interviewing each. I was interviewing him. My wife walked in with a ninety nine from the uh, from the you know the ice cream man who went past, and he always said you should have had some raspberry sauce in that Russ. So I'm down as raspberry Russ, but yeah, no. Uh, and Sir Jeff, I mean, you know, Sir Jeff, you know, so it's a fair replacement psycho for Sir Jeff. You know what? What a fantastic player he was. Oh, blimey! Ron Greenwood shaped him, mm. taught in the near post header. Yeah, as they say. But getting back to Crossy, just a quickie. Yeah, I believe his daughter. She played cricket for England. She does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Incredible, isn't it? So, it's incredible how, how this how sort of sporting lineage happens quite a lot, doesn't it? There's a lot of a lot of player. Obviously, was it the um, was it the Nevilles? So I think Gary yeah. and Phil, and then there was Neville and Neville, sister. and the sister was Netball, wasn't she? Yeah. Um, and there's loads of people like that. Yeah, but Crossy's, yeah, Crossy's uh, daughter is, uh, yeah, international cricketer um, for England. Fair play, fair play. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Okay. So we'll put we'll put we'll put Sir Jeff in. Um, we've got two we've got two lords of the realms. I've just seen Sir Jeff and Sir Trevor. Should have yeah. been Sir Bobby as well. But um, yeah, that could be pers- sometime down the line. But anyway, Sir Jeff. Yeah, as he said, phenomenal player. Um, so many goals for the club. I didn't realise how many goals until you sort of start looking into his West Ham career and, and just in general how many goals he scored and um, yeah, phenomenal. Well, player. him and Martin was formidable. They was a, a, a deadly duo. Mm. Him and Martin Peters. Yeah, they really Martin. were. But we'll get on to the next one for you. Go on. You, won't, you won't know this yet. Okay. He, he, he could play. Budgie Burn. Budgie Burn. I've heard about Budgie Burn. What a player he was! Yeah, forward. He wasn't big, but could he play? Fantastic player. Who put Budgie in? I can't remember someone. I would it, would it have been Harry. Did Harry put Budgie in? Harry, Harry might have put him in. Yeah, it might have been Harry. Yeah, but yeah, but Budgie. Yeah, I mean, I again, it's like it's it's quite cathartic interviewing people because you go through it and find out about all these players and his history, and. You know, I, I think I've seen a lot of players in my time, and then you go back even further, and people like Budgie Byrne, again, like him, I, I know, I know of them now. I feel like I'm part of part of the. Fa- I know, I know about these players now, but yeah, phenomenal player Budgie Byrne was. Um, yeah, absolutely um, brilliant player. Russ, the last but not least, is Paolo. Could he play? Oh, my what a God. player! He what was... a player! Yeah. He was one of. The, I mean, he obviously, you know, he's like obviously in, in my era, so to speak, now, so I can speak. Um, but he, 
you know, he West Ham fans love a love one of those like Maverick players, don't we? We love a Maverick, and and he was a Maverick, and he was Italian, and he was passionate, and he was crazy, and he was everything that West Ham player should be. You know, just just on that edge of craziness and absolute Genius. geniusness, exactly. Total Harry genius. Said to me, Russ. Harry said to me, "Till," and I thought you're mad because he pushed the referee over. I'm yeah. signing Paolo Di Canio, <laughs> and I went, "Oh yeah, all right." And uh, he turned out well. He was something special. I mean, the, the oh. things he did with the ball in this tight space can't believe it. Yeah, I think with Paolo, I think there's always. I mean. Uh, I really think it was one of those, you know, sometimes where a club and a player just works. Sometimes it just works. And, and Paolo and West Ham as a, as an end as together as two halves worked, you know, we, if it weren't for West Ham, I don't think Paolo Di Canio would have had the career that he had um, and be remembered in the Premier League in the same realm as Bergkamp and Zola and things like that. Cause he wasn't going to do that at Sheffield Wednesday, in my opinion. We he resurrected did. his career, right? Exactly. He was dead and buried, and then he came to West Ham and then became a Premier League great. You know, people do mention him in the same bracket as Zola and Omri and Burkamp and Di Canio. He's, you know, it sort of rolls off the tongue, and um, and he knows that. Ask Trevor that. Sinclair about him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, we've had Trev on. I love Trev. <laughs> Top dude. Top dude. I think when we had Harry, I, I, I asked him, how, how, do you, how did you manage Paolo? He went, I didn't. You can't, you can't manage someone like that. You just gotta just yeah. go and play he, for he's it. He's a sulk. I'm not going. Yeah, he did. And sit on yeah. the ball. I'm not going on. I'm not going on. I know. Harry told me the stories. <laughs> but that's why I like. But that's I think. That's you know. Uh, at the end of the day, we we go to football. We watch football to be entertained. I mean, and so he had that entertainment value, not necessarily with a football, but just his personality as well. It was like a, you know, and that that time where you had people like Razor, you had, you know, Ian Wright, you had a really sort of hodgepodge of characters. It was entertaining. It was a really exciting time, really fun time, I think, to be a West Ham fan around that time, that period. Harry, Harry loved bringing on a character, didn't he? That's, that was his thing, wasn't it? That's why he bought boogers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you know what i had the, my, the pinnacle of my youtube career now when i've got i've got tur- i got turned down for an interview by marco boogers last week he doesn't do no inter- no more interviews about him about his time at west ham i was, I was well disappointed i'd love to have boogers on. but harry paired marco boogers with martin allen that was his roommate or oh, another win double that was martin. that was asking for trouble weren't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Martin, he's all right. Oh, I like Martin. He's 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 as he's as. I speak to him from time to time. Oh, he's lovely, Martin. Yeah, he's they're, they're all. I mean, they all are. I mean, like I said, we've we've been very fortunate. We've had, I reckon, we probably had over sixty get sixty ex players on the channel, all from probably all from Stag all the way, you know, through to Pikey, through to Tom, yeah, Tom McAllister, and and then Kevin Keane and Martin Allen and. Macca and Cotty and and Sinclair and everyone and and um they've all been brilliant you know Johnny Monks Razor we've had them all we've had them all they've all been on here and there's still more to come there's still more to come no it's all good fun give them my but, regards oh I will do Terry I always do man I always, I'll always give them your regards now I'll pass them on there look at look at that team look at that team Terry God. well you like that oh top four it's, it's gotta be bad is it 
it. I, you know, I've said it. I've said it. I'll say it again. It'll be first on match of the day, Terry. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Not always good good times with Paolo, and you know, in in a in a VAR world. Yeah, how many games? Will, you know, I think Bonza might play a few less games in in a VAR world now, unfortunately. But don't talk to me about that VAR. Bloody, <laughs> I'm not I'm not very really happy with that. No, you're not a VAO fa- fa- fan, Terry. Not really, not really. No. no. Are you? Uh, in principle, in principle, I am. I think at the moment, I think this season hasn't been too bad because we haven't had fans in the stadium. You know, it, it does it does ruin it a little bit. I think in terms of the goals scored, you can't really celebrate until they kick off. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like you've got to wait because so, they've got to have a VAR check. And then they, as soon as they kick off, then it's been checked. So it's okay. So, yeah, it's a bit weird. But um, uh, you think in today's modern world with so much – I mean, I like the way the rugby do it. The rugby do it well, I Rugby's think. fantastic. Then they, they don't do argue with the referee. No. Nah. I mean, what he says goes. But, but, but you, uh... you hear the ref. You hear the ref. You say to the – you hear the ref talking to the fourth official saying, okay, this is what I think, this and this and this and this. And you hear that conversation, and that's what I think needs to happen. It will never happen because football's such a passionate game that the fans would have been uproar if they heard the referee saying something already to their player, and da, 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 you know. So it's a shame because I think that it could work, but it's just yeah. I don't when know. you think of the way they go into a tackle, and the way in football they, yeah. they've only got a brasher. And it's a foul, and you get booked. I mean, there was one the other day. What I seen, uh, they got a penalty. The, the opposing yeah. side, they got a penalty. Should never have been a penalty. And I'll tell you no. the game. It's a Spurs game. Yeah. Harry Kane got a penalty. Oh I yeah. Think I don't oh. think because the ball was gone, had gone out of play. But anyway, we we we, we get away from that. We always do. We always, but we do always digress on these things, Terry. But it's it's because it's important, isn't it? And I think. But I think, you know, I think we've we've actually been a bit lucky, I think, this season, West Ham. You know, some of our VAR decisions and stuff like that. I think we've been a bit more last year. It seemed to be all against us. Every every result, every decision was against us. But I think you make your own luck at the moment. I think because we're playing well, you get the rubber of the green. I think we've had the rubber of the green a bit more than we oh, usually do. I do understand do. what you're saying, but there's one the other night I didn't like when our man was away and he blew up for... a. Um, he pulled him back. We had the advantage. Yeah. Not mentioning no names, Russ. Yeah. But you know which one I don't you? Yeah, I know you are. Yeah, yeah. He was away. Yeah. Um, well, I think, you know, if we... You, you, you know, you, you, blow, you, you, you give the, the team the advantage, and that's what yeah. you should have done. True. And, I mean, I mean, Sunday itself, you know, obviously that game... You know, the, the referee was, was Arsenal's best player, I thought. He was brilliant. You know, he was a fantastic player for Arsenal, the ref was. Um, and that's still, I mean, the idea of VAR is to sort of eradicate that need for the referee to be the central, you know, to be the central villain. But he was. And that's what I didn't understand. It's like, you know, yeah, it's, it's frustrating at times. It's frustrating. And that's the thing with, with the fans. I know there's been a bit of, you know, criticism, you know, our season and various other seasons. Is it because we've got no fans in the stadium or whatever? I think on Sunday, if we had fans in the stadium when we were going sort of 3-1, then it went 3-2, 
then I think the fans would have helped us and would have probably pushed us forward. And I don't think we'd have actually lost the game. We didn't lose, we draw. But I didn't think we would have got, we'd have won the game if we had the fans in the stadium because I think that would have jeered the, the players on. We could have won four, five, six Maybe goals, you, you know. Could be, you, I mean, really, I fancied that we would score a goal in the second Me half. Me too, yeah. But what I think we did, Russ, to be honest with you, I think that we went 3-0 up too early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, in, and we stacked back on our laurels. You know, if we had the, you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, totally. I totally relaxed, agree. Relaxed, and uh, that was our downfall. Mm. It's true. It is true. I think, but I think also, you know, when we're saying about, you know, uh, about sort of changing mentality, I think, you know, we're still, you know, we're. I've likened it to a, you know, we're we're bat- as if we were a cricketer, we're at West Ham. We're we're batting above our average at the moment. You know, we're we're batting well above our average where where we, where we should be in in the in the batting order, so to speak, in the Premier League. And I think there's still that mentality in our in our. I think we almost shocked ourselves. We were three new up on Sunday. You well, know, it shocked like, everyone. Shocked yeah. me because <laughs> I fancied it was going to be either a two-one or a draw. When I was yeah. right with a draw, but I fancied us to win two. I did feel fancy us to win. To be honest, yeah, because they hadn't been playing all that well. So I've been watching them, and uh, but anyway, let's hope we can come up with one at Wolves next week. Yeah, well, we've got a little bit of a gap now. We the old international. I hate. Well, the we can get some players back fit. Yeah, should be. You know, we've got a few out that we could we we, we need like four nouns. I like him. I think I think we massively. I think he's. Do you know what he's he's the and I'm going to say this. He's the modern day Jeff Pike. I've said it. He's the modern yeah. day Jeff Pike. Yeah. You don't know Works he, his nuts off. exactly. You don't know you need him until he's not there. And I think yeah. there's a reason why we haven't played well again. We didn't. We didn't win at Man United or get anything at the Man United. The re, and then, and obviously the the Wednesday, the Sunday game at Arsenal. And I think it's because of Fornells. He he literally brings this this energy, which just seems to work with the whole team. And um, and you get that when you interview like lots of players. When you interview ex, ex players, and and they pick players like um, Hayden Mullins or or Jeff Pike or, or Pete Butler, and these people who just literally run around and just are the glue which holds the team together. That's what I think Fornells is for us, and I hopefully he'll be back in time for Wolves. Masuaku should be back. Bonner could be back. Yarmolet. We could have a fully fit squad by the time Wolves come along. Oh, well, I think. I mean, we missed that Bob Bonner. He's been outstanding. Yeah, he? yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, but you might be. You're probably. They should all be back by then. Hopefully, yeah. You would. We would. We would hope so. We would hope so. God forbid. Just for the run, as you said, the last nine games, nine cup finals to get to get into Europe. That'd be nice. Nice little European trip. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be good for the lads. <laughs> be great for the lads, wouldn't it? It'd be it'd be a nice be a nice end to the seat, you know, a nice sort of reward for the fans as well, because we've had a few sh- crap seasons recently. Um oh, right. so um it'd be nice to have a have a good have a nice little trip somewhere. Can I just say something, Russ, while of course I'm you can. before you go? Can we have a reserve in this side? Of course you can. You can put whoever right. you want to put well, in, my Declan friend. Declan Rice is my reserve. Of course. Declan's on the bench. Oh, what a player. What a player. Yeah. Oh, Massive, he's, he? he's, he's got he's, he's got more to go. I mean, how about when yeah. he went on that run the other night? Oh, why doesn't he do more that, of that? I thought that was Beckenbauer for a minute. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you know, people have, people have said, you know, the way, I mean, the way he tracks back and tackles, very, very reminiscent of one of your one of your mates, I think. The way he does oh, yeah. that sort of 
no, because no one seems to tackle in the in the in the foot in football now, like proper tackle, you know, like a sliding tackle. Well, they're frightened. They, can rest. they are. They're frightened. That's not like rugby. I mean, rugby. What they get away with in rugby, they get away yeah. with punches and biting the year olds and everything. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he, he's um, it's, and you're frightened to touch. They because the players that they're playing against are quite clever. Yeah, and the minute they you they feel your breath on their back, they mm. drop. They pull they over. Yeah, anyway. very true. It's very true. But it is no, I do. Uh, I I totally echo everything you say about Declan Rice. We have we have just scraped the surface with that boy. That's for sure. Got to keep him. Got to keep him. Hopefully, you you know, as I said, a good season this season for European football. He's already in the England squad. What more does he want? What well, more does the lad want? I'll show you what I've told different people, uh, friends of mine, players, uh, people like. Um, who can I say? Some reporters I talked talk yep. to. And I said, look, he's the king of the castle at West Ham. If he goes yeah. to anywhere else, he'll, he'll be a bit player. Yeah. Man City. Yeah. Uh, Spurs. Yeah. Arsenal. Man United. They don't get a, a, a full game. No. Some of them no. do. But, uh, you know, he, he's we've got to keep him. We've got to give him a... A nice wage. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think you're right. And I think actually, you know, I think everything with obviously Mark coming out and announcing his retirement and stuff, I think that gives a it gives you a, we talk about Boris's roadmap, it gives Declan Rice a roadmap as well. So it knows, you know, this season your club cap you're not team your team captain, not club captain. Mark's got a season left. At the end of next season, you have the keys to the castle. Yeah, in it. Yeah, and what what boy at twenty two two to be twenty twenty three then would not want the keys to a castle? Oh yeah, it'd be the it'd be completely yeah. You're hundred percent right. Yeah, he would he he would he would be the next. Well, you know, I I'd, I'd, I'd like BM. to. Yeah, that's 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 how I could see him. You know, potentially the way you know how many games he's played now, um, and, and for such a young age touch wood he doesn't get he, he doesn't pick up injuries he doesn't get sent off he's you know he seems you just took that words out of my mouth because oh there we go the great minds think alike <laughs> i mean sometimes the way he goes into a tackle and he comes out he came out of one the other day i thought oh no i hope you're not going to be injured and he's as right as ninepence after i know i know but i i just love his i just love his enthusiasm do you know what i mean when he when he gets his interview afterwards and if he's won He's just excited as we are. If he's lost, he's devastated like we are. Yeah. I love and you know what's good, Russ? What's he's that? a nice boy. Yeah. Down to earth, an absolute gentleman. Yeah. And they, they all love him when they, the media, they, they interview him. They do. And they, all, and they all love him. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was, he was on, when he was on Talk Sport the other day and he was interviewing him on the breakfast show. And at the end, he asked Ali McCoist how he felt about Rangers winning the league. And he, but you know, he doesn't have to, you know, even doing something like that to me means that he shows a lot of respect of for the, for the, uh, for the other players. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a proper fan. And the way even and even I know there's some, you know, people get critical about how he always gives Mark the armband when Mark comes on. That's respect to me. That shows that the boy's got so much respect for, for his elders, so to speak. It means that he's been brought up well. That's the way I see it. I think he's a, yeah. a top boy. Top, top boy. And he'll be our poster boy, hopefully, for many, many years. Yeah, That's what I'm hoping. Right. 
<laughs> well, he's hoping, Terry, anyway. Thank you, man. What was there to be nervous about? Nothing at all, Terry. 46 no, minutes has flown by. The time's flown. It does. It does. And we'll come back. We'll talk again, Terry. We'll talk again. We'll do something. We'll, we'll, I can see a series, me and Terry. I can see this. Who, we don't need the book. We'll just talk about stories, Terry's stories. If you like it, give it a like, give it a share. And um, for myself and from Terry, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Get your jabs like me and Terry when you get your appointments. Come on, you irons, and I'll see you again very, very soon. That's it, Tell. There Look, we go. Nice talking to you, Russ. Stay All on. I'm just going to stay on. I'm just going to say goodbye and we'll stay on. Take care, everyone. Stay safe. Bye. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.